From media to societal pressures, there is so much that can influence how we feel about our physical appearance. This is a Healthier Michigan Podcast, Episode 132. Coming up, we explore the impact of how we view our bodies on our overall health. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast, the podcast dedicated to navigating how we can improve our health and well-being through small healthy habits we can start implementing right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica, and every other week we sit down with a certified expert to discuss topics that cover nutrition, fitness, and a lot more. And on this episode, we are diving into how outside perceptions of our physical looks can weigh heavily on our physical and mental health. With me today is the Vice President of Clinical Partnerships and Associate Chief Medical Officer for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, Dr. Amy McKenzie. Dr. McKenzie, good to see you. Good to see you, Chuck. Yeah, thanks so much. So this is something that has been around for a long time that we talk about, and we've got some stats here that I don't know will blow everybody's mind, but they do reinforce maybe some of the notions we have. Negative feelings of body image affects people of all ages, genders, backgrounds, however, Research is showing that these negative feelings are affecting women at a higher rate. Has that ever been different to your knowledge? Because it seems like maybe it's been more talked about that it affects women more than men. But I've got some other stats I want to get to here in a sec. Yeah, I do think that historically this has been a problem that affects women more frequently. But to your point, we do talk about it in women more and we know that it exists in both women and men. Well, according to the National Institute of Health, the study estimated 20 to 40 percent of women are dissatisfied with their bodies, while 10 to 30 percent of men show body dissatisfaction. So interestingly enough, while the stats are different, they're not tremendously far apart. A negative body image can develop from numerous influences. So a lot of this is self-imposed weight, right? Like we're carrying around a bag of sand. But sometimes it comes from a spouse, sometimes it comes in from other family members, peer groups, there's societal pressure, there's the media. I'm actually seeing that change, even in commercials. I'm noticing that when I'm watching a commercial, there are more average looking people. I don't know how else to say it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not always the prettiest, sexiest, most ripped guy or something, you know? Yeah. And, you know, societal norms, I think, have played a huge role in this historically. When we look at kind of what's been put out in, you know, women's magazines as like the ideal female. And we know that particularly young women really struggle a lot with body image, but it can happen over an entire lifetime. But fortunately, as you mentioned, we are starting to see some shifts in this and some real push societally. These norms being held out as like the only way that you can be happy because that's just not true. And so I, I think we are seeing some good shifts and things going on with some companies in the media. Well, you know, the, the magazines you mentioned, whether they're online or they're actually at the checkout, it's interesting to me, University of Massachusetts had a study and they said 70% of college women say they feel worse after reading a woman's magazine. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, you know, some of the things that have been put out there with models, those are actually, many of those are people who are underweight and not at a healthy range on the other end. And so, but we do see many people that have, you know, feel poorly about themselves because we have this model that's set out before us that this is what you have to be, right? To be a beautiful woman. But doesn't this go back to the beginning of time? I mean, there's a, we're each trying to become attractive to each other to get a mate or something, right? I mean, this is really in our DNA to begin with that we're going to do something. And now, of course, in this world, 
my goodness, don't call it a diet. Lifestyle changes, uh, uh, you know, one after another come our way, especially at the checkout. I'm standing in line the other day and I'm looking at all these magazine headlines. First of all, I didn't even know all these magazines still existed in real print, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they're all they are. And there's just one diet or something, one trick, one new thing after another. And that hasn't changed forever in my lifetime. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. It is, you know, something that has existed. It is something that, you know, we all like to appear nice and want to, you know, put our best foot forward. But I do think that increasingly we're seeing a push toward not just the appearance, but also like being healthy, right? And that means being healthy both physically as well as mentally. So let's talk about how this can start to influence our mental health because there are so many off-ramps to this discussion. But what can start to happen, male or female, if the pressure you're feeling, whether it's self-imposed or from the outside, begins to happen about your body image? Yeah. So body image is so much more than just physical appearance. And we know that when we treat patients who have eating or feeding disorders, anorexia and bulimia, it really is about your perception of yourself as well as, you know, who you are and what you need to be happy. And it really can impact your mental wellness and health in so many different ways. So when you have negative thoughts about your physical appearance, that can lead to so many different things. You know, on the on the milder end, it can be self-confidence or, you know, confidence in your ability to do things and shame, you know, anxiety, depression. So you can actually move into where you would have a diagnosis, anxiety or depression about this. And then on the far end, as I mentioned, you can have things like eating disorders or body dysmorphia, where you actually, you're looking in the mirror and most people would say, you look a certain way or a physician might categorize you at a normal body weight, but you're seeing something that's very different. And again, that gets into your entire perception of yourself. So in this relationship between our body image and you know our emotions is very connected. So when you feel poorly about your body, it can increase your risk of depression when you're depressed or anxious, it can impact the way you're seeing your body. And so we get into this kind of cyclical thinking as well that can really create some dysfunction. And the societal part of this is critical. You know, you would think that maybe over time all of this would have gone away, but it doesn't. And I don't know exactly why it doesn't, but there are differences between us. So in my household, my wife may ask me how she looks in something. I rarely say to her, honey, how do I look in my jeans? I mean, it just doesn't even cross my mind, you know? And so we are wired a bit differently in that sense. And then watch out if you answer the question. I mean, there are jokes about it, but watch out because you've got to be careful with your spouse how you answer that question, you know, because you're kind of setting yourself up or vice versa for failure there, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we all seek affirmation. It's part of being human, right? With people around us and people that we love. So again, that is something, as you mentioned, it's old as time, right? Right. So, and it is part of this entire thing as well. We haven't really dug into the age demographic, but are you seeing in your experience, even beyond anecdotal, if you've got any data, but does this affect younger men and women more, you think, today than older folks? I think younger men and women are more prone to the messages in society as well as some of the pressures with social media. I don't have specific stats around it, but the one that you cited earlier about college age women, 70% feeling poorly about themselves looking at a magazine. I think as we age, we kind of put that in a little more context within our life. But you also look at you know the younger generation, they're getting so many messages from social media and you know ability to compare themselves, which all can tend to fuel this. 
And you would think that in today's world, so many of us, young and old alike, would understand. We know what the word Photoshop means, right? We know if we go to some of these social media sites or even a magazine cover, the blemishes have been Photoshopped out or we've actually seen the stories come out where somebody is slimmed down. Even the supermodels are not quite where they think they should be, so somebody gets an airbrush electronically and makes it happen. So even with all that knowledge that we know what we're seeing on social media isn't real life, I still think we all tend to feel these pressures, as you point out, maybe even more. I mean, 100%. You know, you'll see articles out there about what's the best way to take your selfie, right, to make yourself look skinnier or prettier or, you know, more handsome or all of these different messages that are out there. And we know that Photoshop and all of those things and filters exist. And part of that is because people are interested in putting their kind of best image out there. But then when you're looking at that is that's my model, right? And we know that those images have been Photoshopped. That's not even a realistic or attainable model to strive for. So and that's the concern is that, you know, when you're seeing young girls and young boys that are being exposed to this and trying to strive for something that's not even achievable or realistic. So as spouses, parents, grandparents, friends, how do we use and what is the proper language to use in describing body images? We want to be reinforcing, you know, in my case, we've got kids with their kids now. So we're trying to be reinforcing to the boys and girls. What do we say? What do we do? Yeah. You know, I think it's really important to think about yourself as an entire individual, right? We are so much more than our bodies. And also thinking about like what we're grateful about, what our bodies can do, trying to place that in kind of the proper context of, you know, my body allows me to, you know, go out and go on a walk and not everybody has that capability every day. Then also teaching your kids about understanding. We all have an internal tape. It talks to us all day long in various ways, but there are ways that you can positively frame that as opposed to having kind of negative internal dialogue. And so that's something else I think to teach your kids to watch out for is, hey, we all have some of those messages coming in and we're processing them. There are healthy ways to process them and then there are unhealthy ways to process them that can contribute to more dysfunction and mental health issues. And I think that I've seen even in my own family, unrelated to body image, the negative messages for many of us come in and even if they stick a minute, they go out. And for a lot of people, they can't get rid of them. And so it turns into this rumination, right, where the tape you're talking about doesn't just play once and you get the message. It just plays over and over and over. And that's what I think I've been keenly aware of watching all the people in my family, because I think that's what you want to make sure isn't happening, that somebody gets stuck. That's 100 percent right. You know, that tape, when you ruminate and it plays over and over again, you know, many times those are messages that number one, just aren't true. And we are our hardest own critics. And so when you step back and look at that and you can frame that, okay, let me look at that thought for a minute. And that's one way of being able to deal with this. You know, when you have that really negative thought, like I really look terrible today, right? Grab that thought and think about like, is that true? Or, you know, I'm ugly or I'm this or that. Like, is that true? Would I say that to my best friend? Would I say that to my child? Or am I just having a bad day? Maybe I was sick or I'm tired or I'm, you know, need more rest or, you know, there's a whole bunch of different ways to think about some of these things that pop into our head. And so grabbing that thought and processing it in a different way, stepping back saying, am I just being really mean to myself, right? And giving yourself a break and some space, right? We are all human. We have bad days. We have days that maybe we don't necessarily like the way we look or, 
you know, or we aren't happy with something else that we've done. But there are healthy ways to be able to handle that. When you see that tape loop, though, that can be very damaging to your self-esteem, to a whole lot of things, which can then contribute to your confidence, your ability to make changes in your life, and can be very damaging to your mental health. So as a medical doctor, you must have seen numerous people over the course of your career where we've heard about this in various ways. You know, everybody has a shape. Maybe it's an apple-shaped body. You're the tall and lanky person. We've got a nephew who's six, I think he's almost 6'10". He's just a big, tall guy. So everybody's wired differently. And I think sometimes we find those images and we think we should all look the same. And in essence, we're never going to look the same. You know, I mean, it's just not going to happen. So I don't know how that all fits in, but becoming comfortable in who you were wired to be is part of the deal, right? Just getting comfortable. Yeah, it absolutely is. We are all made differently and we are shaped differently. And that's part of the beauty of humanity, teaching your kids and teaching ourselves to appreciate what we've been given, what we're able to do with that, and just giving yourself some of those positive affirmations. It does get into, you know, some of the kind of new movements out there around body positivity or body neutrality that we can get into and talk about. But Yeah, talk about those. That's interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. So you had mentioned earlier that you're seeing, you know, more ads out there with people of normal size. And I think that that's part of all of this. There are some movements around getting rid of these kind of negative self-talk around, you know, if I don't look a particular way, that, you know, I'm just, I'm not beautiful, right? And there are a couple different movements. One is body positivity, and that's really around learning to love yourself, learning to love yourself regardless of your shape, size, learning to identify and tell yourself you're beautiful uh, the way that you are is really around that body positivity movement. And then there's a body neutrality as well, which is really Hey, we're so much more than just our bodies, right? You know, beauty is not just framed in the context of what we look like physically. There's so much more. We have a soul, a spirit, a, you know, an essence, whatever people want to call that, right, of who we are and learning to identify kind of all the things that make us a beautiful person that isn't just the physical aspects of that, you know, that you can be an amazing person without just identifying or tying that just to your physical being. And we still have these outside influences that affect us. For instance, here in Michigan, you know, we're coming into the time now where we're getting away from the cold and the spitting of snow and rain. It's just a little easier to get out and go for the walk. You know, let the dog take you for a walk, get your steps for the day. You know, things that can start to bring you out of the winter malaise of the clouds setting in in Michigan, right? So that's an outside influence. And then there's this other movement. I don't know the name of it where if you're overweight and maybe even obese, whatever the technical definition is, that you should be comfortable in that. And I suspect that for some, not for everybody, that this could be a problem for your own life if you don't really get a handle on the healthfulness of your body shape and be direct about it with yourself, right? So it's a very fine balance, I think, for many people. It is 100% a fine balance. There's the side of being very negative and down on yourself about your body image. But there is a component of, you know, we know that obesity, carrying a higher weight is linked to certain diseases that can come earlier in life, heart disease, diabetes. So when we start getting into this kind of like body neutrality or body positivity, I think it's really important to remember the balance that what we need to be focusing on is being healthy, right? Living a healthy lifestyle feeding ourselves food that is fuel, right? All the things your mom told you when you were growing up or your grandmother told you, 
fruits and vegetables, you know, making sure you're getting those things in because those are fuel for your body, exercising routinely and maintaining a healthy lifestyle and a healthy weight. And part of that is how we talk to ourselves, but all, part of that is also how we're taking care of the body that we've been given. Well, see, I was raised that you had to clean your plate, right? And I know I'm not alone. And so you go through life and, you know, I'm the dad who always likes to eat the crust off the grilled cheese when some of the kids didn't want it, right? So then you get wired as a kid. And to your point, though, when you start to eat healthy, when I, I don't know about everybody else, you do tend to see the other healthful things fall into place. Like all of a sudden, oh yeah, the pants are a little looser. Now I'm out for more walks. And oh, look at this. I did 15,000 steps today instead of 2,000. You know, so you start to see and I think that there's another side of this that I find important is that we have the potential to be influencers of those around us, young and of similar age, where when you do feel confident about your body image and your health, you tend to be able to, you know, be someone who people can look over and say, you know what, they feel good. I'm going to feel good about it too. You're an influencer. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And we do see a lot of these things hang together, right? When you feel better about yourself, yeah. your mental health is better. We talked about that earlier. You also tend to reach out and be an influencer or start giving back, right? Yeah. Um, and finding other ways. And I think we talked about that on a prior podcast, you know, how beneficial that is to your mental health. So taking care of yourself, focusing on being well, being healthy, being well, as opposed to focusing just strictly on your body and if it meets up to some image in some magazine is really, I think, the key message here. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you again. I think this is an important topic. I know my wife struggled with bulimia as a young woman, you know, being in sports and just the way it worked out. And I've, <laughs> doctor, I've been on two diets my whole life because I don't get enough food with one. You know, I was always, I was the kid that, I, you know, I literally cleaned my plate all the time. And then you grow up and all of a sudden you can't jog the three miles a day like you used to because your knee got bad. You know, you deal with these things, but for some, it, you do wind up internalizing that issue, you know? Yep, absolutely. So I really appreciate the people who struggle with this and we hope we've been able to help a few. Well, it's good to see you again. Good to see you as well, Chuck. Yeah, thanks so much. That's Dr. Amy McKenzie, who's been with us, Vice President of Clinical Partnerships and Associate Chief Medical Officer for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Take care of yourself and give yourself some grace as you go through the day-to-day. -day. We want to thank you for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show and you want to know more, check us out. Go online at ahealthiermichigan.org slash podcast. You can leave us a review or a rating. You can do that on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it doesn't have to, you know, we don't put up the best pictures of ourselves, just so you know. And the new episodes and all the old episodes, we're now up to, what, episode 132. So there are a lot of resources for you to take with you on your healthful day, walking around the neighborhood or whatever it is on your smartphone or your tablet. Be sure to subscribe to us, too, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. I'm Chuck Gatica. Be well. <laughs>